Start selling on Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash CNN for a $1 per month trial. Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Wednesday, February 15th. For a strong America, for a proud America, I am running for president of the United States. Former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley giving her formal announcement speech as a new presidential candidate in the race for the White House. Nikki Haley's entrance into the 2024 race creates a whole new phase now. And in listening to her remarks today, uh, you could hear her sort of tick through critical items. She was sort of checking boxes, both in terms of appealing to the Republican primary base and in an attempt to make a broader appeal to a general election audience, which is ultimately what she would be seeking if indeed she's the nominee and running against Joe Biden. She focused on both domestic policy and foreign policy. She, of course, has a contrast message with Biden, but also a prescription of solutions of her own, or at least a vision. And she went heavy on biography and that argument for a new generation of political leadership. I have always had a deep belief in America, but I know America is better than all the division and distractions that we have today. We're ready, ready to move past the stale ideas and faded names of the past. And we are more than ready for a new generation to lead us into the future. This was how she opened the speech. It was with that generational argument, the 51-year-old Haley making the case that it is time to rid the country of political leadership from yesteryear and put forth political leadership for tomorrow. And while she made sure to note in her speech that she does not believe in identity politics, she certainly leaned heavily into her personal narrative, her personal biography. And of course, that includes being the first woman of color to seek the Republican Party nomination as a major candidate. I stand before you as the daughter of immigrants as the proud wife of a combat veteran, and as the mom of two amazing children. I've served as governor of the great state of South Carolina. (laughs) And as America's ambassador to the United Nations. And I'm just getting started. Haley clearly saw an opportunity here to offer up some red meat to the Republican base. You would expect that from someone launching their campaign, seeking the Republican presidential nomination. She talked broadly about sort of the battles against wokeism in our culture and this notion, as she described it, a self-loathing that has swept the United States. It's in the classroom, the boardroom, and the back rooms of government. Every day we're told America is flawed, rotten, and full of hate. Nothing could be further from the truth. And take it from me the first minority female governor in history. America is not a racist country. Again, Haley uses the term self-loathing in the speech as some negative force that she believes is permeating American culture these days under the auspices of Democratic leadership in the White House. Here's how she frames it. 
This self-loathing is a virus more dangerous than any pandemic. It's a system of a lack of pride in our country and a lack of trust in our leaders. And it ignores the values that have sustained America since our founding. My purpose is to save our country from the downward spiral of socialism and defeatism. I aim to move America upward toward freedom and strength. Now, that generational argument she's making, and she knows this, cuts two ways, right? There's the argument that she's running against, ultimately, Joe Biden, if she's successful, who's the oldest person to serve as president of the United States. But let's be clear, folks. Donald Trump is 76 years old, and she knows without mentioning her former boss and her only rival at the moment in the race, that the argument against someone with advanced years also applies to Mr. Trump. In the America I see, the permanent politician will finally retire. We'll have term limits for Congress. And mandatory mental competency tests for politicians over 75 years old. Haley hammered away at Joe Biden's leadership on the economy, especially as it comes to America's enormous national debt. And from Joe Biden on down, our leaders put too much trust in big government and too little trust in the American people. They have us spiraling towards socialism with a new trillion-dollar spending bill every few months and a national debt over $30 trillion. This is not the America that called to my parents. And make no mistake, this is not the America I will leave to my children. And she leaned into her experience as a twice-elected governor of South Carolina. When I ran for governor, people said, Nikki who? But together, we won. We cut taxes, created thousands of jobs, and revitalized our economy. Business journals started calling South Carolina the beast of the Southeast, which I love. As far as her foreign policy credentials, Haley clearly chose to portray herself as a tough actor on the world stage. She leaned into her experience as President Trump's U.S. ambassador to the United Nations. And when President Trump nominated me for ambassador to the United Nations, people said I didn't have the experience. Then I went to work. I told the world that America would have the backs of our allies, and for those who didn't have our backs, we were taking names. The dictators, murderers, and thieves at the U.N. didn't know what hit them. And she argued that President Biden is, quote, not leading at all as commander in chief. Iran is on the brink of getting the bomb. North Korea is launching more missiles than ever. Russia started the biggest war in Europe in 75 years. And in communist China, we face the strongest and most disciplined enemy in history. But let me be clear. We won't win the fight for the 21st century if we keep 
trusting politicians from the 20th century. Prior to her taking the stage to deliver this formal announcement speech, Haley and her team had several pre-programmed folks doing the introductions that are worth noting. For his part, Congressman Ralph Norman, Republican of South Carolina, a big Trump supporter up until today, where he clearly chose to back Nikki Haley, though he still praised the former president. He is a true sort of MAGA Republican firebrand. And so she brought him on stage as somebody to introduce her, but as a validator to that part of the Republican base, given the fact that she's going to be running against Donald Trump. If what she put forth today is sustainable, because she tried to have a foot in both worlds, she tried to plant a foot in sort of the Trump MAGA Republican base world, as well as plant a foot in this broader conservative movement of sort of old style Bush Romney Republicanism that has the ability to appeal to a broader swath of the general election audience. Can you be both things at once to enough primary voters throughout the course of this campaign? That is going to be the question that hangs over Haley's candidacy. I've been underestimated before. As I set out on this new journey, I will simply say this. May the best woman win. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like the show, please consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow.